good day and welcome to Holding Fast. Great to have you in the podcast today. How is your anchor holding? Is it gripped firmly to the Word of God? Thank you for letting me into your home, into your phone or your car or wherever you happen to be listening to this. Uh, I hope that this is a blessing to you and that it keeps you thinking and meditating on the Word of God, which just gives stability to your life. Today, we're I'm going to take our cue from a verse in James chapter 1 and verse 17. The Bible says, Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, and cometh down from the Father of lights, with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. Unquote. Uh, It's impossible, I think perhaps you've probably understood this, but it's impossible to be thankful, to have a real spirit of gratitude, and at the same time, be grumpy, cantankerous, critical, ill-tempered, and just be out of sorts. That's really the lesson that the hymn history we're looking at today was intended to teach. The man, the author of the song that we're looking at today is Johnson Oatman was his name. He wanted to write a a song that young people would learn to count their blessings. That's the name of the hymn history. Perhaps you've sung this before, but count your blessings, name them one by one, and it will surprise you what the Lord hath done. Uh, Johnson Oatman was born in New Jersey, and he was born just before the Civil War. His father had a real powerful voice that he grew up hearing all of his life, and some people claimed that it was one of the best singing voices they'd ever heard in the East. Uh, That's why, as a boy, Johnson Jr. always wanted to stand beside his father in church. He loved to hear his own father sing. Well, Uh, When Johnson was a young man, he stood alongside his father in another way. Uh, He became a partner in Johnson Oatman and Son. His dad's mercantile business uh, was popular at that time, and he made a good living. And at age 19, Johnson joined the Methodist Church and was ordained into the ministry. He often preached, but he never felt like he was called to be a full-time pastor. Uh, and so he never entered the full uh, the uh, the uh, uh, full uh, the pastorate of a church where he served there full time because he did enjoy the business world, and God gave him a unique gift and and in conducting his own business and found that it paid his bills. And so it gave him the freedom to be able to go and minister without cost to churches that needed pulpit filling and uh, ministry by somebody who was able to do so. Uh, In 1892, with his father's voice undoubtedly ringing in his memory, Johnson began writing hymns, the younger Johnson did. Uh, It's remarkable the sheer output that he produced. Uh, Robert Morgan tells in his book on hymns that he said he averaged 200 hymns and gospel songs each year that he wrote. Well, near there were at least 5,000 during the course of his lifetime. Among them are songs that perhaps you've sung before at your church. We've sung these at our church entitled Higher Ground. Uh, There's another one called No Not One. Uh, Another song called The Last Mile of the Way, and the one we're looking at today, Count Your Blessings, was published in a songbook for young people in 1897, and it really does reflect his optimistic faith, and it's been a lesson to many people. It's one of the first songs I ever learned to sing. It's one of the first ones that we sang in our church when we planted Heritage Baptist Church. 
Uh, gratitude is a great healing work in your heart. Uh, Martin Luther, the German pastor, wrote in his book called Table Talk. He said, quote, the greater God's gifts and works, the less they are regarded. And there's an important lesson here in what Pastor Luther was saying. It is true that we tend to exhibit a degree of thanksgiving in reverse proportion to the amount of blessing that we've received. And what I mean by that is a, a hungry man is more thankful for just a little morsel or a little bite of food than a rich man for his completely covered table in food. Uh, a lonely woman in a nursing home really does appreciate a visit more than a popular woman that has a party thrown at her house all the time and lots of people coming to honor her. Uh, one man said, if the birds only burst into song once a year, we'd all pay closer attention. But because they're singing every morning, frequently we scarcely bother to listen. I think it's a good time for us during this reflection on counting our blessings that it's not just to be left for a Thanksgiving celebration in November of each year, but that if we'll cultivate an attitude of thankfulness, of, of gratitude to God for what He's done, for all of His blessed gifts, uh, we all can thank God for our health and our salvation and for all the things that He's given to us. He has poured out His favors over and over again. I think today at the end of this podcast week would be a good opportunity for you to just kind of, after you turn this podcast off, after you listen to it to the end, to deliberately pause and thank God for something you've never before mentioned in Thanksgiving. Maybe you're an old grump today. Maybe you're cantankerous and you're ill-spirited and you're just not very fun person to be around right this moment. Why don't you take the time to get humble before God and say, Lord, uh, my spirit's ornery today. I haven't been what I should be. I haven't been a reflection of the Lord Jesus Christ, and I need your forgiveness, and I want to just thank you for what you've done in my life. And then get that spirit of gratitude before the Lord. Count your blessings. Name them one by one, and it will surprise you what the Lord has done. Be thankful, be grateful, and express that to the Lord. God bless. Walk with Christ. Walk with Christ.